Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Richard Marks, he had a feathered mullet. Feathered? Feathered. It was a feathered mullet. Uh, this is uh, The Morning After. It's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. On my right is Douglas Elvin Vaughn. Directly in front of me is the newly engaged Plowhawk. On my left is James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, online at carltoninsurance.net. And he's my insurance agent, and I think he should become your insurance agent as well because he has 349 five-star reviews on Google. And uh, I don't know who does it better, but I'd like to meet him. I'd like to meet him is what I'd like to do. Well, good morning and congrats, Plowsy. That's Thank fantastic. You. I appreciate That's fantastic. it. That's my insurance guy right there. Hey, speaking of speaking of mullets, I was at a family gathering over the holidays, and uh, one of the cousins is a high school kid. Had a beautiful young girlfriend with him, rocking a mullet. I mean, is that is that coming really? back? Is that what these high school kids are doing now? Mullets and have you noticed the trend in perms in kids now because of Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, really? I've definitely been seeing that for a few years. You yes. get so much hair when you're in high school, you can do absolutely anything. Right? <laughs> That's true. And As an insurance back. guy, would you recommend Plowsy insuring the wedding ring? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just gonna do Look at Doug that one and make here. sure yep. that you were able to do that. By yes, the way. it's okay. very inexpensive and it's very. We broad will talk coverage. about that off air. Very good. Awesome. Well, congrats again. That's Thank fantastic. What a way that. to ring in the new year. Absolutely. Uh, James, you went to uh, the Cotton Bowl. I did. Yeah, for for a very very short trip. Uh, flight got delayed on the way out there. Oh, no. Oh no. Yeah, the wings were frozen. They had to de-ice them or something like that. And uh, but anyway, got there in plenty of time. Got to hang out with Greg here at Hubbard down at his tailgate. Nice. And uh, it was a great, great atmosphere, great stadium. You know, that's one of the better stadiums in the country, obviously, with their Jumbotron and all that. And it, and it was probably, I'd say, 95% sold out. There's a few empty seats up top, probably on the Ohio State side, but it was a great atmosphere. It was just a tough, tough product for three quarters. I mean, yeah. my wife was on Instagram quite a bit during that. Oh, that was all right. Yes. More out of her mind. Yes. I mean, I, I'm into it. I, I, I'm into all those plays, even that's three and outs left and right. But. I enjoyed it. I had a uh, compadre of mine. Jackson knows him. He's gambled with him. You actually know him as well. And he uh, he throws big bets around. And he reached out to me about an hour before the game. He goes, "Where where you put your money?" I said, "I can't. I can't bet this game." I said, "The only way that I would do something is if I noticed something early on that really stood out to me, whether it be Ohio State's pushing Missouri around or mm -hmm. able to break through their offensive line." Or you get a sense that Ohio State just has got nothing offensively, um, and that you know Devin Brown at quarterback will be 
you know, not that McCord was some ridiculous right. uh, quarterback, but uh, after one series, truly, and I live bet him, uh, or I, I texted him right away. I said, I just live bet Missouri. Ohio State just didn't get to get it done offensively. After that I, first three and out? I, yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I just, it, they just don't have it. Now, that was before you saw Missouri's Brown, offense. <laughs> Brown got hurt. Oh, true. Um, but all Missouri had to do was stop the run. Mm-hmm. Once Brown was hurt, um, they just were in a spot where they could just stop the run. I mean, it totally changes the, the game plan. Both defensive lines dominated that game. Both. I mean, neither offense could get anything going, um, particularly in the passing game, until the fourth quarter for for uh, Mizzou, and I'm, I'm glad they did, and they probably could have won 21-3. to I mean, they, they were taking a knee. So there, there's an uber situation right. there that's that's challenging. And so I read about that ahead of time. So after they scored that burden touchdown, I was uh, getting the wheels in motion. Trying oh, to is that get, right? It's yeah, tough to get out of there? It is a mess. It is a mess. And so is that right? I had really? a very early flight the next day. It was kind of a – dumb way to plan this trip but nonetheless i got to go and it was fun uh but uh, yeah we, we we booked it out of there after that burden touchdown and still probably waited an hour to get an uber wow, wow, wow. yeah can you tell some other just any old uber car yes it's me well you could Do, but they're, they gonna verify, they're gonna verify names oh, yeah, and so yeah, forth i mean yeah it's all safety things that's and the last thing i would think of is to wait in line for an uber in a stadium with almost 100,000 yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, if you're the driver, I mean, I wouldn't want to – that's not a pickup I'd want to be going in. I mean, you're sitting yeah. there in a mess. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was a, it was a, a good win. I, I am way more excited about yesterday's games. I was just absolutely mm-hmm. locked into both of those. Who, who would you lean toward in the championship game right now? I think the early spread was four for Michigan. I see Michigan's minus four and a half on where I placed my wagers. Um, I mean, honestly, total flip. I felt like any of those four teams could win the championship, mm-hmm. so therefore any combination of the two playing is not surprising to me. Um, God. I think Washington, actually. As I'm, like, thinking through it, I think I would go Washington. And here's why I would agree with you, is Texas pretty much was unanimous that they had one of the better defensive lines in the country, correct? To stop the run, correct, especially their defensive tackles. And my goodness, did Penix have all day? I mean, some of those routes were five, six-second routes, and, I mean, he was just dropping dimes, and Michigan's defensive line looked great against Alabama. But I'm, I'm thinking if, if Washington's offensive line is that formidable, and, and they seem to be, and they can give him time, he is going to carve anybody up. I don't care how good a D-back is. I think one of the things that may fly under the radar, and I don't know how much coverage it's got, and I know it got a little bit, otherwise I wouldn't be aware of it. But he was hurt. Penix was. I think going back to perhaps the Oregon game, okay. not not the conference championship, but the one in Seattle, yeah. Husky Stadium. The next week they played Arizona State. It was a late night game. I was at a party, and it was like twelve thirty, and we were watching that. That's where they really should have lost. They lucked it out. Yeah. Arizona State, which is amazing to say, Arizona State was terrible this year. Arizona very good. Mm-hmm. Arizona State terrible. And from that point forward, he was hurt. And I think the time in between, nearly a month of the second Oregon game and playing Texas last night, I think he was able to get healthier. That game should not have been as close as it wound up being. Doug detailed the the time management issues. But also Washington, you know, had control of that thing. And uh, I I think their ability to score points – is the greatest of the four teams 
in the playoff. And, and you can I, you could probably make a case for three of the four. I don't think anybody would really make a case for Michigan, but people would talk about Michigan's offense. Michigan um, is without, and hey, to their credit, they were able to move the ball down the field, needing seven points without a first-round draft pick at guard. Doug, is that Zach Zinter? Is it Zach Zinter? I don't know. And so they had to move around their center and their right tackle, and it was it was you know something that Alabama theoretically should have taken advantage of. But to Michigan's credit, they were able to drive down the field. I just think that Michigan's defense, while it is outstanding, I think Washington's going to be able to put up points, and uh, I would take Washington in the four and a half. That's where, I, th- that's where I, I think I would as well. If that muffed punt toward the end of the regulation game in that Alabama-Michigan game, if he doesn't recover that. Oh, God. Insane, dude. It goes I mean, down it, I, I know he's a, it's a fan versus a player, but that's Bartman-esque. I mean, that would live on forever. Oh, that'd be brutal. Oh, my gosh. And brutal. so we, we were, you know, I'm sure fans were on Luther Burden uh, on Friday night for, for never catching the punt. But, hey, at least you're not turning the ball over because Washington gave Texas a touchdown from that, too, from yeah. a muffed punt. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> those are just huge momentum swings. And then uh, Milrow with that fumble. I mean, Alabama was in full control of that game uh, late in the second half. Yeah. Despite the Milrow fumble, I thought the quarterback play from all four guys are really good. Yeah. All those guys can really play. Michael Penix had the best deep ball I've seen since, like, Cardo Jones of Ohio State. I agree. It is insane. Milrow had 116 yards passing. (laughs) <laughs> you thought that you, you were impressed? Well, but besides him, I'm, I mean, he's more of a runner to me than he is a, a great passer. But yeah. the other guys do, do some incredible passes. Yeah. No, K.J. McCarthy high... looked like a god in the fourth quarter. Literally looked like a – I mean, yeah. it was insane. And he missed some throws too. And obviously they got lucky on that first play. I mean, that is just a fluky thing that his heel was out of bounds when he jumped. Uh, right. and, and, and that would have been a huge momentum shift as well. They got a fa- uh, fumbled punt there two drives later. But, what I mean, that that is the best – type of football both games uh, that I could ask for uh, mm-hmm. the NFL is kind of I, I, I think been underwhelming uh, this year college football just on their on their oh, prime stage okay. last night delivered yeah college football is just in, in a spot where it's skyrocketing and that's why the, the thing about the bowls and they suck I'm just like I mean you know where I've been because you and I talk a lot of college sure. football I'm just like yeah bowls okay you know great you suck yeah, they, they, but this, <laughs> this isn't anything new I guess the Florida State Georgia thing exacerbates it along with the transfer portal uh, and the advent of the college football playoff. But I just think it's a topic that will be uh, irrelevant. I think it's already kind of irrelevant, but irrelevant this time next year because you're going to have a 12-team playoff. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Missouri (laughs) would have been in Eugene, Oregon two Saturdays ago. Unbelievable. Holy I was crap. nervous as hell with no rooting interest yesterday. Just, I mean, how big a stage that is for these players. And I was nervous. I could not imagine if my team was out there. I mean, that would just be euphoria. I cannot mm-hmm. wait. I mean, not that I'm guaranteeing that's going to happen for Mizzou, but I think they'll have as good a chance as any. Would you agree this is probably the most hyped-up season they've had since probably 08? Yes, without yeah. question. Yeah. Without question. And, and 08 obviously did not deliver. Uh, they had their returning quarterback, returning wide receiver, et cetera. Hopefully uh, this works out a little better. Yeah, than Gabe, uh, Gabe's talked a little bit about that 08 team, and he said one of the things that was going on with that team, with the expectations, I mean, my God, expectations unlike anything I had seen up until that point, was they really lost some leadership mm-hmm. and not necessarily guys who were the stars yeah. because the stars certainly were Chase Daniel. Um, and Macklin in particular, but they really lost some leadership. And when they lost to Oklahoma State the week before the game in Austin, which was supposed to be, and it was a Saturday night ABC game, um, they lost at home to Oklahoma State, that that thing just spiraled. And, I mean, it ended with a, you know, quiet little 
Alabo Bowl game on a Tuesday <laughs> I don't night. Even, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> well, it was a great game against Northwestern. So <laughs> that this will be uh, without question. And fortunately, similar to this year, you get the the September where really, barring a big surprise, oh, you God. are undefeated yeah. going into October. And that creates further momentum that you are possibly a top 10 team when you head to College Station for your first real test. And who knows, you know, how good AM will be. I was talking to James, uh, Doug, during the commercial break that a podcast that we listened to, um, uh, it's called That SEC Podcast, Good mm-hmm. Entertainment. Your cousin, cousin Shane. James is a cousin Shane guy. Oh, are you really? Uh, just, hey, baby, what's going on? Just uh, debuted because you, I know you track power rankings. I do, in, yeah. In Joe Lenardi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, Georgia as the number one team, or that podcast has Georgia as the number one team for 2024. Ole Miss, two. How about that? Ole Miss at two. Uh, Roll Todd at three, and then Missouri uh, at number four for the record, rounding it out. Texas, Tennessee, Oklahoma at seven. Uh, LSU at eight, and now there's the second half because you have 16 teams in 2024. A&M at nine, a Missouri opponent. It's Kentucky at 10. Missouri doesn't play Kentucky next year. <laughs> All Not SEC teams, but but one. No, this is the SEC rankings. Oh, just the okay. just the SEC. I thought he mixed another one in there. <laughs> uh, Florida at 11. Missouri's now playing Florida next year now with the new setup. Auburn, a Missouri opponent at 12. That game's in Columbia. South Carolina, they play them in Columbia, South Carolina. Arkansas, they play them. Mississippi State, they play them. <laughs> and Vanderbilt, they play them. They hit the bottom quarter. I mean, holy crap. And when you look at Missouri's SEC opposition of the top six teams, and Missouri's one of them, but they only play one of them, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa, which if they were to lose would be excused. Uh, then they play Oklahoma, the seventh team, and then A&M, 9, and then everything else is 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 of your SEC opponents. I think 10 and 2, you're at least on the bubble, right? If you go 10 and 2. Their non-conference schedule, if they are, I'm just, this is my Nostradamus. And listen, I I guess I won it, but at the same time, I prefer 11 and 1, or 12 and 0 for that matter. But uh, that that will be the topic of discussion because Missouri's non-conference schedule it's, is so it's embarrassing. bad. But then at the same time, with where things are, I don't know if the, if you really want to risk it. If you're in the SEC, why would you be scheduling? No, and as this, a fan, this, the, and this schedule and you know, like the UMass game, which yeah. certainly gets a lot Boston of attention, College. and Boston College, these were all done well before Texas and Oklahoma were going to the SEC. Um, so, either way. What James and I were talking about during the break, Doug, and before you got back in here, is this sets up for anticipation and people wanting to go down to Columbia for college football games. Mm-hmm. And it's always been what I, as a Missouri fan, have wanted, which is it adds another sport to the St. Louis area sports calendar. It's not just back in the day, Rams, Cardinals, and Blues. Now you have Missouri added to the mix. You got to sustain this. If you can get to a playoff game and host that game in December in Columbia, Missouri against take your pick of whomever. Holy crap. And by the way, taking kind of a macro, this is what I was thinking as I was watching that game. And yeah, I live bet Missouri and I won and that's great, but it wasn't like it was some life changing money. (laughs) Um, It just was, you could, from my standpoint, you could see what Ohio state was on Friday night in the early going offensively. But with that all said, 
Think about watching that game. You were there, Jackson. I know you're emotionally invested. Imagine if that's a three nothing game, and the winner of it advances to the final four, and and how different. Many people, now some people may have been as emotionally invested as can be, but if that would have been a game where you're going, oh my God, we're going to the fourth quarter, Missouri's down 3 nothing. they're playing against a shell of Ohio State, considering what they were offensively, yeah. and they're going to lose this game and not go to the Final Four and miss this great opportunity, as oh opposed to, oh, you know, if they lose, they lose. It would be night and day oh in terms God. of intensity. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah, exactly right. Because no think back to how you felt probably watching Georgia yes. more than LSU yeah. and the intensity of that. Yep. Because you were playing for, still in your mind, my mind too, a championship. Yep, and it's later in the season. It was the first week in November. Right. When's the last time a local team that had high expectations going in delivered? Would it be the Rams in 2001? I think, well, I mean, I, I think in a way, but it's so, it's got such an asterisk to it. The, the 2019, 2020 St. Louis Blues True. were, a, <laughs> not in were December. a great team. Yeah. It's just the season got wiped out. Um, I don't know, Doug. I, I feel like there were, there were big-time expectations for the 2014 Cardinals because they— um, they had the Waka Wainwright combination. I remember thinking that and being at that spring training, and sometimes those pictures will pop up uh, in my iPhone memories. Uh, and I remember going, God, Waka and Wainwright together and a team that had just won the National League pennant. And I guess the season was good. I yeah, mean, they did go to the NLCS, yeah. but it, it, it didn't feel like it was great. But I'm thinking of the championship teams, the 19 Blues, maybe some expectations, but not, you know, cup or bust. Uh, the 06 Cardinals, 11 Cardinals kind of snuck in there. And so uh, usually these high expectation teams haven't delivered. I mean, the Rams, after they won the Super Bowl, did they get bounced in the first round against New Orleans the yeah, next year? Yeah, that was the Azakim punt. Fun. Yes, that's right. And then they, they rebounded the following year and lost the Super Bowl. But... Uh, yeah, these these high expectations. Uh, like I think we we're talking about this as well. Mizzou it certainly could be in for a letdown too, when so many people are expecting CFP or bust. And I agree with that. However, is we both I know share this opinion. This is what this is part of the this is part of the necessary step of becoming a great program. Is okay. You go from holy crap, you know, eight wins would yeah. be great to you win eleven, including a win over Ohio State, uh, but you now have expectations and part of the expectations are similar to the reason why I was high on betting the over is that the schedule lines up yeah like Georgia may be the best team in the SEC next year again but they have I think the toughest schedule in the SEC next year if you were to take a look at these schedules Ole Miss part of their expectations certainly the team's caliber this year Jackson Dart's coming back their quarterback and their success in the portal and the recruiting class but their schedule's incredibly favorable mm-hmm. and so much of a college football team's performance is based on kind of the luck of the draw when it comes to these schedules and Missouri and Ole Miss both have very favorable schedules That's which is huge. weird to say in a year where you're going to Tuscaloosa Alabama but you know, if it were the old format, boy, you go, my God, they can't afford to lose that game. Well, with this, the new format, you can lose a game. Yeah. I don't know if you can lose two. You probably can. You probably can. With the non-conference schedule they have, I'd be very surprised if they could lose three and get in. So, oh, no, yeah, I'd be uh, shocked. I mean, if you lose two, if one of the wins of the 10 is pretty substantial, like a Bama, 
who else would be Oklahoma at home? I mean, that would be a big win, at least, you know, sitting here in January 2nd. It looks like a big win. At A&M, maybe. I don't know. But they're, they're losing a lot with a new coach. I mean, Mizzou might be favored in that game going down there. Even if they don't get in the playoffs, if they just get into any bowl, it's still important to people like bowl executive Brian Henson. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. He's got the pastel sport coat now. He may as well wear it. You are right years. about that. Yeah, so it's not CFP or bust. You're no. right. Well, it's been a heck of a season for Mizzou, for college football in general. Amen. Uh, I mean, just I, I'll be locked in next Monday night, and I can't wait to see uh, September kickoff next year already. I'm already looking forward to it. Yeah. Got to book your hotel rooms now. I did get one for the Oklahoma game in did Columbia. You? Oh yeah, yeah I, got, but, I, I, I got houses in Tuscaloosa and you did Columbia. get Tuscaloosa. Yeah, well, Birmingham. Because I looked an hour after the schedule release, and there was nothing even remotely. I had ready. one booked. This was nuts. Uh, Without the date? But this is what happened. Uh, No, I immediately booked it. Okay. Uh, Was it uh, an event where I was in a spot where I could kill some time? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm just like, I'm going to book. I'm going to book these because the schedule came out and uh, book the house like for 10, 12 people because I know go down there with a bunch of people. And then the owners of the house contacted me and said the house is no longer available for these dates. And so help me, considering it's Tuscaloosa, I think there is a good chance they saw that I'm coming from St. Louis. (laughs) Probably so. And said, we're not going to... Probably. We're not going to have a Missouri fan here. So wait, you do have a place or you don't now? I have... I'll just go to Birmingham. Okay, okay. I have one for Columbia on uh, November 9th. And what... what Oklahoma. Yes. And what is that now? Birmingham is like 45 minutes per hour. I'm sure it'll be longer with... Tuscaloosa traffic. That yeah. Day. Okay. Well, so I that... need to have some person who doesn't drink, you know, handle. Uh, 2014, we rented an RV from one of your former sponsors, Byerly. Oh, yeah. Oh. Rosanante, probably. You rented Rosanante? We ro- yeah, we rented Rosanante. Alabama. Had a permanent driver, went to Gainesville okay. for that game. And I don't know if I want to do that again. That was a different stage of my life, but that was a blast. Uh, that was one heck of a way to travel to a football game and just get after it. But it's a uh, little far. <laughs> it was, it was Boy, cool. Games, oh, a drive. But to have a driver is a big deal. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's a big, big deal. Yeah, and uh, food right there and a bathroom right there. Yeah. Not, not bad, not no. bad. But uh, seven guys on an RV, you can imagine the smells on the way back. Oh. We didn't, we didn't realize how to, how to, how to uh, unload the black water tank, or whatever they call it. Klaus, oh. he could teach me all this black, stuff. Black, gray, and white water. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> That's right. Watch out for that, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna be eyeballing that because Tuscaloosa, you know, it's kind of like Lambo, like like where Plowsy's going this week, and I've never. It's been. the last chance Missouri will yeah. go there to see Nick Saban coach. That and, would be my. And honestly, I think has has a chance to win. I'm not calling a win, but I mean, I think Missouri should be able to compete with anybody mm-hmm. next year. And so, I don't think Oklahoma is. I mean, on paper right now, I think Missouri beats Oklahoma. I'm not. I don't know about the transfer portal. Yeah, nobody knows I don't see Missouri losing another game in the next ten years. <laughs> Stop. Oh my God! Really. I'm a Mizzou basher, but I don't think Oklahoma is as big of a, a hurdle right now because you have so many unknowns with that roster. They yeah. lost their best offensive lineman to Missouri, by the way. Yes. They lost their quarterback. I, I just don't know. They can obviously, they're blue blood. I'm sure they retool a five Barry stars. Switzer can still coach them up. <laughs> I just don't see. I see Alabama being the hiccup. You just never know with, with that team. They're losing a lot on defense. Oh, for sure. And based on Twitter, Oklahoma's Mizzou's biggest rival right now. I don't get that. <laughs> I, I know they're force-feeding it. It's fun to take some of their players. I don't see the rivalry there. I barely understand the Arkansas one. Remember when Barry Switzer was on this show and he called Johnny Manziel a name? Before mine. Arrogant little, I think we may. Arrogant little prick? Is that what it was? I think that's what he called him on this show. <laughs> How about that? that? You guys guy. had those YouTube clips back then. Yeah. Arrogant little prick. Yeah, there it was. Yeah. Barry Switz. <laughs> Not before me, though. That was one of the good drops. So yeah. Whatever. 
James, wonderful to see you. Happy Likewise. New Year to you and yours. Happy New Year. And thank you for your Congrats continued again, support thank of the you. program. There he is, the great Hi, James thanks, Carlton. James. He's my insurance agent, is uh, is what he is, Doug. He seems like he's everybody's insurance. He should be everybody's insurance. Yeah, now that, I, I don't know if he can know, handle that workload, but I think he could. If anybody mm-hmm. could, he could. I really, uh, I think he could. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Jackson, uh, what's, what's the good word back there? Jackson! Yep. Oh, yeah, I got Jack- you. <laughs> All's good back here. Okay. Hanging out. Well, what's the thing. word? The word? Yeah. yeah. You know, new year, same TMA, baby, bringing the heat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think we, we've already determined that Ed Herman is the listener of the year presented to you it's by true. Milagro Tequila. Sucks for anyone trying to compete. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's real. already been determined in the first segment. For real. Yeah, he's outstanding. Uh, are you excited about balloon parties return? Yeah, good to be I back. I guess you came in, though, and did it last week. Thursday and Friday. He loves the show so oh, much. God, you couldn't He did? Me. You came in Thursday and Friday? Thursday and Friday, I did the show on 101 ESPN, 10 to 11, with Matt Rocchio, Marshy Marsh, and the Playful Posse. Good morning, Grant Francis. Good morning, Grant. And, uh, Bradford Bruns, who does a lot of work. Oh, I love BB. Yeah. yeah, he's good people. So it was really fun. Talked it over. Huh. Broke it all down. And, uh, yeah, coming in for one hour, didn't really, I wasn't like, oh, no, my vacation's ruined. I came in for an hour, and I'd have to oh, come in early have, anyways. It would have ruined mine. Mm. <laughs> Rocchio busy during the Christmas season playing tuba concerts? <laughs> yeah, assuming he was going, like, on a little tour. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. A little tuba tour around the Midwest. Mm. Yeah, yeah, getting a lot of work out at Embouchure. So, yeah, came in and did that, but... Uh, How was the audience? Were they happy to have you in there? Hmm... That's a, that's a tough question. Because you were in on Thursday. That was following the Blues' victory over the Dallas Stars that Wednesday. So I'm sure you gave your... That's right. That's right. Marco Scandella. Marco Scandella. Yeah, yeah. He was, it was right in front of where uh, we were sitting for mm-hmm. his kind of like, bring it on, Doug, is what he really? said after he scored that goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah, that Jake like, Neighbors. Who are you again? With a pair of, with a pair of mitts. Um, Saucy mitts. Like yeah. this guy. Uh, I guess uh, Snuggaroo had a good thing in the World Juniors. He, what was he, had, he, had a, he had a hat trick in the first period. Yeah, yeah. Most He's adorable a, name in hockey, Jimmy Snuggaroo. Yeah. Is he with Michigan or who's? What are uh, Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. So we talked about all of those topics, and I, of course, was locked in. And then, uh, yeah, so it was fun doing that. I think the audience appreciated the change of pace a little bit. Younger oh, it's guys. a shot at me. Mm. It's a shot no. at me. Oh, and then he went younger guys, too. Gosh. What, and now I'm too, I'm too old to host the show? He's an ageist. Uh, eliminates yeah. the old guy, though, yeah. listening, which probably helps. <laughs> I didn't mean it as a shot if it came across that way. That's it did. Yeah. Call Brown never been, again. See, yeah, see if Ed's available. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't shame people by their age. Yeah. 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 Well, I apologize. Offended. What do you think it's going to be like today? Oh, wow. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of college foot B. So, 
probably will be a thorn in some people's side. But I the think Blues don't play again until Thursday. Yeah, well, we've seen uh, the story's been written before, and uh, it's come with a similar outcome. People not happy with what we're talking Battle about. Battle Hawks are back. Yes. I'm more confused now with what they're doing than I ever have been no, it's with the US, minor league football in my life. U.S. Football League. I, it's they're in the US... league. Now they're in the XFL division. Oh, what yeah. the hell is going on? Hey, come on. <laughs> At least we got a team of some sort. That's sorts. true. That is true. Uh, Doug, that Las Vegas franchise that played at a neighborhood park, mm-hmm. uh, they've... They've met their maker. Yeah, They're not going to get to stick around. They got plenty going on in Las Vegas. They did not need that. We need this. We certainly got a, you know, a, a thirst for it among the fan base. Man, when you're a city that's in need of XFL, you are smooth. Well, we had to be one of the first franchises where they said, "Well, St. Louis is in." Wouldn't you think? I mean, nobody draws like we do here for the, those games. Got to be proud of that. I don't imagine the TV market is is very appealing to national advertisers. But it's appealing to the league when you can draw thirty to 40,000 people a game and some of the others are drawing a couple thousand. Do they have a network? We did it. <laughs> I, I don't know that they've worked that out yeah, yet. Yeah, Liv is on the CW. They're, what are they, on like the bingo network? Okay. Or? Yeah, the Arizona Bulls going that same route. They went from streaming to CW. Big investment for Barstool. Nice. Got that shot in. <laughs> I, I, yeah, so that one was hard. That's a hard bowl to watch. Well, it was. It starts in March. We're two months away from the kickoff of that season. I'm telling Iggy, I saw a Masters commercial on December 30th of 2023. I did. I saw that, too. For a yeah. tournament in April of 24th. Uh-huh. A tradition. Pretty blown away by that. That's mm-hmm. the earliest I've seen it. PJ starts this week. Good field he in the century. Yeah. When do we start our DraftKings? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure Jackson's just ready to get back to cutting names. Yeah, yeah, cutting names. He's excited about that. There has to be a better way to do that. We did the better way at the wheel, the randomized wheel. Right, or just let me wildly guess numbers. Well, you can put them into a spreadsheet and then guess a number. That's what we did as well. Maybe Jamie has a different idea for this year. Maybe you actually pick your team. Don't pick out of a box. I don't know. You just lose money every week. No, I don't. We are now Omaha. It's dark times around here. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle with his State of the Union on St. Louis. <laughs> I'll be honest. That is kind of dragging Omaha. But yeah, yeah, you know what? Bus. Omaha's kind of nice. Wrong. Yeah, okay. Downtown Omaha is really kind of nice. Yeah, their We're downtown's there. better than ours. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. At least it's more uh, walker-friendly. It's more been there people-friendly. They didn't get an XFL team, though, right? They did not. Okay. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. They get the Olympic swimming trials every yeah, four back years. I was going there. It was a... Quaint little town. Yeah, it's not a bad place. Hey, Plow Take, they have TV contracts with ESPN, Fox, and ABC. Get it straight. It's from Mr. Bojangles. Well, I already forgot what I'm talking about. What are we talking about? USFL. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know the structure. I'm just kind of trying to be it's funny. UFL for the record. Is it? Oh, UFL. Mm. You know, but USFL is one of the divisions. It's one of the conferences. There's the USFL, and then there's the XFL conferences, all part of the US. Now that we're talking about it. All part of the UFL. I'm kind of getting into it now. I thought it was the USFL, now it's the UFL. I don't think we have any players. Guys, I was in Chattanooga last week, and if we can get to that level, it'll be a massive success. That's Mm -hmm. from Tervis Parrish. The old Chattanooga choo-choo. I think think what we're becoming is more like a Memphis. Toledo. When I was in Milwaukee, they've done laps around us. Milwaukee is, Mm -hmm. I thought, would be more comparable than what it actually was. Well, have you seen, like, Denver and Seattle and some of these cities that are are closer to our size? They just have left us in the dust. Denver, every year I'm there, there is a brand-new complex that just built completely up to the ground, 30 floors, Mm -hmm. every year. 
every single year there's 15 cranes mm-hmm. in downtown Denver. I think we're closer to Detroit. I don't. I, I think downtown Detroit's better. They've done a lot. They've had a that. renaissance They've in done Detroit. A lot yeah. to that city. We haven't had ours yet. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, Longo Biggs is coming as well, uh, and here we go. It's Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. Just go online at longobiggs.com. For nearly 10 years, Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo have been recognized as the top 40 under 40 personal injury lawyers by Super Lawyers, the National Academy of Personal Injury Attorneys, and the National Trial Lawyers Association. In a personal injury case, there can be... A substantial amount of money on the line, and these guys know how to get you every last dollar possible. Uh, it's Doug and CD. They're local, friendly, professional, and most importantly, excellent personal injury lawyers. They are listeners of the program as well. Go online at longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. If any of my family or friends are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based on an advertisement. Uh, That is Longo Biggs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the very first Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day for 2024. E equals MC squared, whippy dippy do, because anybody that listened to today's show would out Tim's intelligence against Einstein's in a heartbeat. I'm is, done. Is that a lemon play? We should eliminate the email. <laughs> I just don't know. We would out Tim's intelligence against Einstein's. You meant to say put. I need people. But this email is about used to breeze. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, who is this? This is a cry for help. But this email is about used to breeze. Because I used to be the hottest engaged eye guy on the fan page. Op- optometrist? This is an optometrist? Happy for the plowboy, but damn it, that status used to get me laid all the time. And it used to be, I thought... I knew the sick regurgitation story, but the last revealed another man in that bed. And it doesn't take too much reading between the lines to realize there's a 87% chance that swords were crossed. And that's a visual I couldn't get out of my head over the holidays. That's from E, and then the middle name is Norm, and then the last name, Doug, is Iswang. E norm is wrong. That hurt. Asian. That hurt everything to try to filter yeah, out. Yeah, write better. Come on. Proofread it one time. Before you hit send, proofread the darn thing. Words hurt, especially when those words come from a man you intend on sleeping with. So when Doug called my first email of the day submission, quote, eight stupid words, it hurt. But guess what? We just got a little thing called dial-up internet here in Pickneyville, Illinois. Pack yourself a lunch, sweet cheeks, because I'm going to be around for a while. Unfasten his khakis. I'm impressed by his size. Nuzzle in head first. My ears are encapsulated by his thighs. I take it all in. He gyrates with zest. I return the favor, spitting his nectar on his chest. Oh. That's from Potty Mouth. I didn't care for it. Ew. Potty here. Mouth. Ratchet him up a little bit, 2024. Yeah, get better I, than I that. I thought it was going to get better. They got so much work. I, I don't care if he's at, where was he, Jerseyville, did he say? Uh, Pickneyville. Pickneyville. 
Okay. Name. We made it through the holidays, and now it's back to reality. Thanks to Plowsy, the TMA skeleton was fire. But it was nice being able to see you guys live on YouTube again today. I forgot how much I enjoyed watching Iggy fall asleep while Tim's talking like he did at least three separate times this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you doze off? That's not true. <laughs> I think old Whistlebeak needs to hit the Vera Wang comforter a little earlier tonight. I need to air my own grievances, though. For me, the worst part of the holidays isn't my nephew's coughing on the communal platters of food or pretending to be excited about a sleeve of top-flight golf balls for my mother-in-law. The worst part is hearing how my brother-in-law almost won $600 in his fantasy football league. If Raheem Mostert could uh, have caught two more passes, if Greg Zerline would have missed the last-second kick, oh, you had the Bengals' defense. No one cares! Oh. Yeah. Well, why are you telling us about it? I don't watch the NFL. They stole my team, and I've never forgiven them for it. I'd rather have an FUE procedure on my b-hole every single day <laughs> than listen to my wife's brother whine about Kansas City receivers dropping passes. Listen, Nick, your kids clearly have the flu. Go get them a Kleenex and let me enjoy my ham in peace. I'm tired of it. It's from the JV golf coach. P.S. Congrats on the engagement, Plowsy. I used to think you weren't smart, but marrying into a family from Morrison Woods proves me wrong. Yes, I see you, big boy. Like JV golf coach. JV golf coach. Wasn't the reason why, but I do appreciate it. Sadie Hawkins, Doug. Plowsy got engaged in Morrison Woods, but they celebrated at Bartolino South and were not for sure if Jackie Smith was there. <laughs> Iggy wants to know if he pays $20 to the dollar dance if he can get some boob. Mizzou defeated Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Jackson bought his girlfriend a piece of artwork from Stranger Things and immediately regretted his decision to share this detail. Ed Herman doesn't mind sharing that his aunt kisses him on the lips, but I think the lead is Ed Herman cross-examining Iggy over his cucking his mean lesbian uncle 40 years ago. Ours is the type of presentation where the sponsors feel free to pop in at any time to counsel newly engaged couples on nipple hair grooming and take a deep dive on Iggy's sexual history. Let's review what we learned. You have to be physically attracted to your prospective spouse with an 85% overlap in your core values and a 75% overlap in lifestyle preferences. If she's not into anal, you can go do that with your friends. Oh, I don't remember him saying that. No, he left that out. As long as you align on most other stuff like TV shows and vacations. We also learned there is no such thing as a step aunt. that Iggy had no moral qualms cucking his uncle because the uncle was already cheating on the aunt and that Iggy's aunt made the first move by grabbing his leg. Most importantly, we learned that Ed Herman needs to cross-examine Iggy about a different sexual conquest every week. Happy New Year. It's my birthday in nine days. That's from Buck Swope. Buck Swope with a nice little email and this uh, a.m. That's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Uh, well, we had a couple of guys who Decent don't ones, usually I guess. email in. I'm going to go with Buck Swope. I thought his was the best email. Buck Swope. S-W-O-P. You guys have got to ratchet it up for the new year. Well, don't scold them. They're just trying to Miller, Come up with some new material. It's like, Tim is the best. But this email is about Doug's butt. Oh, I mean, I got to go with Swope. Buck Swope. Doug, could he win every email the day presented by Design Air? He writes in every day. He should have won. Every day. Every day. three different directions. I thought it was two different emails. No, that was different. That was enormous wang. Oh. Close to Vera Wang. That's correct. Uh, Zach's wife Gummy says they were all bad, all bad. Zach's wife Gummy. Oh well. Yeah, I mean Ed can question me every week if he wants some of my sexual conquest. 
get kind of boring. But do you appreciate the uh, counsel that he gave you? Good counsel. Yeah, it was, it was a smart segment. I mean, the three pillars or three prongs. prongs. I should have put the four pillars drop. Yeah, he's on to some things. I'm really intrigued by his stuff. I, I wanted really to ask am. him if, if you know the one of the prongs, like you have to be attracted to her. What happens uh, 20 years down the road where he puts on 30 pounds, she puts on 30 pounds? You're not sexually, you're, you're not attracted to him anymore. I mean, that's the marriage. Then it's done. Hmm. Well, Correct. could be. Yeah, happens a lot. I think that's why people are starting to use a strap on more. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Tim's right. Thank you, Jackson. That kind of uh, ability to tell me I'm right is huge because Balloon Party is coming up yeah. next. And what is the segment that you call, Iggy? New Year's Nuggets? New Year's Nuggets. New Year's Nuggets. We're going to break down what happened over the weekend. <laughs> Boy, that's original. With a little spice. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming your way next on 101 ESPN. Hop into the YouTube chat because I know they're not going to be happy and they're going to complain that I have too much vacation. That's what's going to happen mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, 101 ESPN text inbox. That's coming your way next time for us to shut it down, for Plow, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Alvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been... The morning after, presented to you by Brown and Kropik.